Welcome back everyone to another Glory Reds FC episode. And I can I, I, I'm sure you're wondering why is Ben excited like this? Why is Benito excited like this? Ah oh, now nah, man, my boy is back in the building. Pasta D. So funny, man! Like yeah. I, I actually wanted to do that the whole. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't believe he did it. <laughs> so that's exactly what I wanted to do. Jeez. Wow, welcome back, dog. It's been lonely. It's yeah. been lonely. It's been lonely, man, in the studio, but it's been lonely. And yeah. we have to get into some stuff. You oh, know what? You know, I yeah. would have, I would have done a solo reaction. But yeah. I just, I mean, communicating with you and then you keeping me updated with how you were doing, I just felt like, nah, let's just mm. give our people what they want. Let's give yeah. it to them. My boy is back. I'm excited. It's I'm about excited to go down. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey. D, D, yeah, man. Let's not even waste time. Let's jump yeah. right into it. Straight into so, it. The match reaction against Crystal Palace. Yeah, you know, first of all, I, I want to apologize to our listeners and to our fans out there because I was pushing the movement of the turnaround, and mm. I will still say to a certain extent, I still believe in it. It was just unfortunate that goal was just another banger. Yeah. You couldn't, that one, I don't care who you are, Alison, whatever, you are not stopping that banger. It was just one of those things. If anything, um, that game should have ended 0-0. It deserved to be 0-0 because the way I yeah. looked at it. Um, yes, Crystal Palace had their big boys. They had their guys back in there. They had a completely different team. But I feel like we could have done much more. You know, we could have done better. And the way we performed, actually, to a certain extent as well, we deserved that loss. Considering yeah. the guy was able to hit that banger, we deserved to lose. True. But man, I was kind of I, I was annoyed, and I yeah. was also I mean I took some good things out of that game. But welcoming you back, my guy, I'm leaving the yeah man. My yeah people man, are waiting to hear your sermon. <laughs> Can you just preach to our people? <laughs> Thanks for, having, thanks for having me back. Thanks for having me back, guys. Yo, it's been a minute, and I'm not gonna lie to you. I think I speak for all you United fans that yeah. after the match, I couldn't have been any more disappointed in My this guy. one. Like uh-huh. for me, it it just felt like the last straw. You mm. know, I'm like I can't do this anymore. Like I'm done. I'm done giving excuses. I'm done, like, you know, <coughs> saying, nah, because of this, because of that, maybe if this happened, if that happened, da, da, da. nah, man, this match was an absolute shamble. Mm. It was an absolute shamble. And we lost at a time when we didn't need to lose, you know? And it mm. almost becomes uh, a thing of United that of late, every single match has, has become a match that we shouldn't lose. You know what I mean? Everything ah. is always hanging by the thread. You know, even this, mm. this Galatasaray match, it's also one of those games. Why mm. do we have, you know, why do we always have to be like, 
by the by by the yes. same hole. Why are we always going into these, you know, games where it's like we have to win otherwise, otherwise, you know? And we spoke about it even, you know, before going into the match, like, yo, you know, we don't like hearing about these stats about hey, this team hasn't done this and this, da da da. You know, it's it just sets us up, you know, for the worst to happen. But I just yeah. think the manner again, like in which we lost yeah. was just so disappointing hey. because we could have done so much better, you know? Yeah. And I think the thing that shocked a lot of people was that yeah. lineup, you know? Like when it's... the lineup dropped. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. And you know the funny thing is when we're yeah. doing the preview, right? Mm. Mm. I did want to mention that I think he's going to use Amrobat as, as a left because yeah. he used in the previous game. I wanted to mention it, but I didn't, you know, because I didn't want to think that I'm like, oh, please, 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 you know, let Regulon be fit or well for him to yeah. start. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so when I saw him, I wasn't surprised. I really wasn't surprised. But then the others, I could... And you know, the funny thing is, watching that match, né, yeah. I could sort of see the reasons why certain players that have been advocating for them to start are yeah. not starting. You know, yeah. and yeah. It, it pains me to say this, you know, but I I could sort of see it with Pelestri during yeah. that match. I could yeah. sort of see it, and I'm like, ah, okay, I, I see why Ten Hag doesn't start you. You know, I see why he opts for the other options. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's happened so many times when you know players in the first team have been playing very poorly, and we've and we've told ourselves that we need. Player, X player, Y player on the bench to be starting. And then when they do start and they do sort of get the run of games, we sort of come to this realization of, okay, this is why the manager does not want to start them. So Pelestri, for example, right, played well. But he was just making a lot of pointless runs, you know. There was no, like, thought process to the end product. It was just a lot of up and down, up and down, you know. Uh, and, and this is just in general from all the players. But I, I could yeah. see it from him more in terms of you know, the players that we want to start in that number seven position, you know. Just a lot of running around and not like clear-cut, decisive end products. <coughs> you know? Just run, hit, run, hit. And that was the majority of what a lot of the players were doing in that final third. You know, there's no direction. We have no game plan. There's nothing that's happening, you know. You watch the match and you're very clueless as to what's going on. Like, what are we doing, guys? What are we doing? Are we playing possession? Are we playing counter? Are we using the wingers? Are we inverting? Like, we have a lack of a plan when we're going to certain games like this, you know? Yeah. And the players that we expect for them to step up and do what they're supposed to do are not doing it, you know? I.e. Rashford, you know? Rashford, very, very, very selfish in that game. You know, very poor decision-making as always. And he just looked like he couldn't be asked, you know. Mm. A lot of individual players in that team cost us that game. And you know what's so bad, Ben, is that the B team, if you're to call it, that played Crystal Palace during the week, played way better than this so-called first team that played over the weekend. They look more structured. They look like they look more of they had a game plan. They held the ball better. They played better between the lines. Everything, you know. Mm -hmm. And then what we got on the, over the weekend was so disappointing. 
And albeit, yes, I do know Crystal Palace didn't make that changes as well. You know, it wasn't the same Carabao team, so they were a stronger side. But apart from that, mm. we should have done way better. And again, yeah. it's the thing, we are playing at home. Yes, we had lion's share of possession, but Crystal Palace were very fine sitting back and not getting possession of the ball. That was mm. not their game plan. And again, mm. you can see the difference in different teams when they are playing. You can see what their game plan is, even just watching five minutes of the match. Where's mm. us no game plan? What's the point of us having lion's share of the possession and we can't do anything with it at all? <laughs> we can't yeah. take shots at target. We can't score goals. We can't play in between the lines. We can't make any intelligent runs. Nothing. Just a bunch of people just running up and down the field with no game plan at all, you know? And then subs as well. Like, sub... Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're just left scratching your head like, what's going on? Why are certain players still on? Why are certain players not being brought on? Why are certain players being brought on too late? What's going on? What's yeah. the plan? You know? Mm. And that mm. match... It's it will it just encompassed like everything that's just going on at Man United. It just it just put out there, you know, to display the the, the wreck that's with mm. the club because that's exactly what we projected mm. the weekend that's against so... Crystal Palace. We just showed them how much of a mess we are at that club. You know, you don't even know where to start pointing fingers and saying who's to blame. Because it just seems that no one can get it right at the moment. Players are not getting it right. The manager is not getting it right. The club is not getting it right. So you don't even know where to even start patching up these cracks, you know, to fix the ultimate problem. Whether we need to bring down the whole wall and build a whole freaking new one because it seems there are just way too many cracks to patch in. We've just run out of plaster. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah man, that match was it. Man, it, it was abysmal. It was abysmal. You know, we should have taken the three points and it was just, it was disgusting. You know, True. after the final whistle, it, I, I was speechless. I didn't even know what to say. I didn't even know where to begin. I, it's, it's like you just rinse and repeat the same conversation week in, week out. You know, mm. what's mm. even the point of talking about it anymore? Because it seems yeah. like these issues, they keep persisting and it seems like nothing is being done about it to change what's currently happening. Ish, my guy. Welcome, 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 <laughs> welcome, welcome back. Yeah, That's welcome been on my back. chest. <laughs> my guy, how do you feel? Do you, do you feel good? Like that? Did that feel? Uh, good? I feel. I feel. I, I feels good, man. Ah, uh, nice. Lift my off guy. my shoulder. You know, <laughs> I honestly think these players are letting the manager down. They really hmm. are. It, I, 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 you know, also, also, I know this might sound weird, but you know, when it started raining and pouring, I just saw yeah. that game just not happening. I just saw us not coming back. Like when I just saw that yeah. rain, yeah, I'm like, this is it. Yeah. We've That's got players it. there that are trying to protect themselves from mm-hmm. injury. It's, we're not going to finish this game. No, no, I was already just one thing that really messed with my head, but then again. Like you mentioned, you know, when you compare the two teams that played against Crystal Palace. Yeah. Albeit, we made changes and even Crystal Palace made their changes. You mentioned that the first 
um the first the, the first game against Crystal Palace was much more structured. We had like we were dominating that game. And then when yeah. we changed, and then this game, you know, when I look at the people that actually came onto the pitch or into that um team, there are only two yeah. Bruno and um uh, Rashford. And Rashford. Mm. I think and Lindelof, because Lindelof started this game and that other game he didn't even start because Amrabat was still playing left back but he yeah. had that position where he goes in the midfield yeah you know I don't know what it is about Manchester United but we always we always want to learn the hard way mm. in order for things to be right like I understand this whole thing that's going on with Amrabat um like our left back position but then you mm. know when I think about the players that we've got there like truth be told those guys can hold their own if you just put them accordingly at that back four, yep. without having to have Amrabat at the back, having that thing of being there. Because, yep. you know, as much as we don't want to admit it, but psychologically, he's always thinking about wanting to be in his left back position when we're being attacked and try to yeah. defend, when he should be focusing on trying to handle the midfield. So he's yes. always on that 2 2 thing. And in as much as he can play all these positions, he's just not as comfortable. The Premier League is a different ball game. Probably was able to get away with it in the Serie A, you know, these leagues that are very low where you can be in anybody, play any exactly. position and just still thrive. The Premier League outs you, you know, yeah. so we need to put him back in his right position, which is alongside Casemiro. And then we yeah. have that situation. You know what I've been finding out? A lot of people didn't actually notice that Bruno had a very good game. Mm. I was listening to people and some people were not really, they're saying that Bruno should be dropped. And I was like, really? Because the way I saw it, I saw Bruno <clears throat> because Mason Mount was in that team, right? And yeah. it was that two three of Casemiro, Bruno, uh, I'm sorry, Casemiro, Bruno and Mason Mount. Yeah. In the first game, Mason Mount was playing with Casemiro and um, Hannibal. Hannibal was being the attacking, but he was also putting in a shift going backwards. This yeah. this game against Crystal Palace, I don't know if you noticed it, but then Bruno was much more deeper in the game. He was yeah. playing, he was almost like those shadow players. Like he didn't stand out. And I know people are gonna go in and start shitting on screaming on our Manifico. But then when you look at his the game, his game by numbers, he was good. Like his stats were all right, like he did his job, it just wasn't working. Then you go to people like Rashford. Rashford from like the first minutes of the game, I was already annoyed. And it's funny how everyone now is noticing what is going on with Rashford. This thing we mm. have noticed a long time. We've mentioned it yep. in this in this podcast, like since the beginning, that guys, something is not right with Rashford. And yeah. we're still insisting on putting, you know, on this one, I am not even going to side with the gaffer. Like mm. this part of me where I am very disappointed with my gaffer because, you know, in, in as much as I trust him with my life and in as much as I trust his, I trust that we need to give him the opportunity to make this team he, in his own image, you know, to take control. But some of his decisions, man, no ways. You know, yeah. Rashford is at this point now where he, he needs to be dropped. Like, yeah, continuing playing him and not getting the best out of him or not getting everything that we need out of it's really a waste of time because we still we're limiting all these other players that could come in and actually do the business 
You understand? Yeah. You know, I was also yeah. looking at that game and I was thinking, okay, you looked at Martial against the previous Crystal Palace. He looked good. He looked good, like compared to this chemistry that, because I don't know if you've heard this, Rashford had this interview where he was talking about that he's standing behind with Hoyland and they're practicing, trying to learn about each other, you know, trying to study each other. But yeah. when you look at them at the pitch, I don't see that. You know, then you bring Martial, who is a natural player to just connect with people because mm-hmm. he's a player that just he blends in with people. He tries to make the game flow because that's how he plays. Martial had a very good game. He had a graveyard shift, yes, that previous game. But then mm-hmm. when he time came for him to take his opportunity, he did it and he took it exactly. with a beautiful goal. You know, I was just happy to see Martial. I'm yeah. not taking anything away from Hoyland. I know that this is the manager's signing, but you mm. know what? We are in the Premier League. This guy yeah. is going to... I don't want us to put all this pressure on Hoyland. Let's switch yeah. and change with Martial because right now, Martial is fit. Yeah. Let's use him. You know, Martial is that player that we know who he is. We yes. use him until the wheels come off and then we repair him and then we wait. Exactly. It just is what it is. Yes. When in this fine run of form we need to get him going we need yeah. to make sure that he we need to take advantage and mm. because you never know he can get injured in training in warm-up and then it's like ah you know so let's use him right now for me Hoyland is not I mean with Rashford it's not working it really mm. is not working Hoyland Rashford for me I am not yeah. connection because I still see Rashford trying to do things all by himself when it's cool yeah unnecessary and the most annoying thing about Rashford right now is he only releases the ball when he has gotten himself into a jam that's not yes. fair that yes. is not fair because these players mm-hmm. are making these runs and Hoyland has got he kind of has a hint of bad decisions as well because mm-hmm. the time I think where he gave a pass that he shouldn't have given I don't know if it was the Crystal Palace game the first one or the second one or this one because mm. I'm kind of confusing them. It was Bruno on the right running with him, Rashford on the left. He yeah. Bruno was the best option because we know yeah. Bruno would have done something whether to either cut it back in or taking a mm. shot. At no, nine out of ten when he's free in that corner that it's going in or he's making the pass, and yeah. he gave it to Rashford. Rashford then just turned back and just messed up that. I do not want Rashford near that first team. I want yeah. him benched. I'm yeah. sorry. You know, mm. um, you talked about Facundo Pelestri, and what you said was absolutely correct. And you know, everything, I like to base everything based on the current circumstances. And mm. you know, when you think about the job that he did, he did because he was even up against a better side about uh, of Crystal Palace. Yeah, it wasn't enough. Like, we know he's got the quality to do more. You know what I mean? Mm. But it wasn't. Mm. It was one of those days where it just didn't work, and the yeah. manager picked up on that and then tried to fix things. But then mm. the first thing that he does is that he takes Palestri, who mm. I felt, even though he wasn't doing a shift, he was still putting a better shift than Rashford. He was still yeah. trying to make those runs, trying to bring the ball in, trying to get in with the players. So he takes mm. Rashford, he takes Fagundo out, brings Garnacho in. Garnacho goes on to the left. Rashford disappears into the right. Like he just goes ghost mode. 
Ghost Recon. Ooh, right yeah. Recon. Mm. Ah, what was the point? Like, okay, I get it. Like we know, Rashford is a moment player, but right now Rashford is just not ticking. Yeah, he gets him out, which I was a little bit pleased with. He could have dropped, he could have taken him out earlier to give him the earlier. chance to come in. Mm. That thing. So yeah, yeah, man. Um, Rashford, I'm not happy. Hoyland, that connection, something is not right. I think we should just stick with Martial right now, who's actually hot. Um, and. Another thing, the defense. Dalot. Dalot will not have a good game if the wing uh, is not having a good game. So hence, yeah. moment, uh, Facundo had an okay game against Crystal Palace because the previous game, he was ticking. And yeah. it worked with, with Dalot. Dalot needs somebody who works well with him. So I'm, I'm worried about that. Because now, Anthony's coming back. Anthony has been training. He mm. and Dalot, I don't know if they've been having a very, they've had a successful, maybe um, the, him coming back, the good feeling factor, maybe they'll try and do us a good one. I don't know. But then they, we've not really had a successful par- partnership between Anthony and <clears throat> Dalot. It's worth yeah. Anthony and Juan Bisaka because Juan Bisaka knows his place. He knows what he's capable of and what he does and brings in. So it worked in a weird way. So yeah. I'm worried about that. I, I, I really, really am. And then obviously, of course, with Amrabad playing out of position because we can really get the best out of him. True. One thing I am worried about Amrabad is that he's a little bit petulant. You know, he's a little bit of a, of a shithouser. He's got, he got away with a lot of... Like, yeah. 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 I like yeah. it. I like, I like seeing players like that. You know, it's, it's refreshing mm. to see. But hey, he needs to watch out because yeah. the Premier League have got Hawkeyes. The Premier League doesn't play. They book mm. people. They send you out. They don't play. So yeah. apart from that, yeah. But yeah, man, um, the substitutions, man. Yeah. Can you can how how, how did you feel about them? Man, I think just like what you said. A little too late. Um, <laughs> some players should have definitely been brought on way earlier yeah. than other players. And I think, you know, overall, it could have made a little bit of a difference, maybe. Yeah. Um, I think I think ultimately what just killed us, and I, I don't like using this as excuses, but, you know, the weather, of course, played a huge part, yeah. the rain. And I think also, like, that goal, because when they got the goal, obviously the weather conditions were not like that. You know what I mean? So it just became way difficult for us, you know, to get something in those type of con- conditions and also given the way that we were playing. Yeah. Um, it, and the one thing that irritated me is that with Crystal Palace, they took advantage of the situation. So you would find them every time they had a, I don't want to say clear chance of goal, but when, the, when they were in range of goal, yeah. they were taking shots. You know what I mean? Banking that the board slip and divert or whatever. You know what I mean? They're taking their chances. Whereas we didn't do that. You know what I mean? We're not taking shots or taking chances when we're in the final third. Say, okay, we're in shooting range. Let's take a shot. Let's try to use the weather to our advantage. Whereas mm-hmm. Crystal Palace were doing that um, a lot of the time when the ball's in their favor. Yeah. So, yeah, man. The substitutes, man, I think Ten Hag just really needs to improve on on his decision making in terms of substitutes in terms of who comes off 
first, you know, and who is he going to bring on? I get it. I get the whole Rashford thing of, you know, at a spur of a moment, he can change the game. But I think it's just got to that point where, man, he's, he's just not doing it, you know? Yeah, he's yeah. just not doing it. And players like Ganacho should have been brought in way earlier for Rashford in that yeah. match, you know? Uh, yeah. Martial should have come in way earlier. Yeah. Uh, the midfield as well. Uh, Ericsson should have come in more earlier just to get more stability, mm. more bodies in, you know. Um, in, and like I said, like, because we had the line shelf possession, right, and we've got very good centre-backs, yeah. he could have just opted for just having three at the back and bringing Amrabat into the midfield. Because we never really had a threatening player coming off that right-hand side, you know. And like I said, we had the line show position and Crystal Palace were not willing to to leave their lines to go and get that ball. You understand what I mean? So yeah. those type of tactics in the game should have played a part. But he always wanted to consistently keep a back four. Whereas I feel that he should have just kept with the with the back three. Um, Delow... Varan and um, Lindelof, and then just told Amra back to come in the midfield with Casimiro to free up Bruno more um, with the forward players. I, I, again, you know, those things. Anyway, look, I'm not the manager, but it's, I don't know. I don't know. You know, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. You no. know what I mean? You so, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah, you want to say? No, you know, it's it, it, it's it's crazy because when you look at it, yeah, we lost, and then you look at the stats. The stats mm. also are a little bit, um, you could say, debatable because when you look at the game, a lot of the things didn't work. Because you look at we were, we had the lion's share of possession, but when you yeah. looked at exactly what we tried to do with that possession, it was deadly squat. Checking. So mm. there was nothing that we really, really produced with that. However, if you look at the whole scope of it, that's the way the manager wants to play. Either that or Crystal Palace were like, yo, listen, we've got our goal. We can sit back and defend. You guys come exactly. and do your thing. Yeah. Let's see. That was it. You know, and you know, one thing that I've got a problem with our manager, that's the thing that the thing that annoys me or irritates me. And I hate to say this because I'm not trying to get anybody in a frenzy or anything like that. This is just a personal thing. You see, mm. he's, he's thinking when it comes to his substitutes. You know, I pay, we pay attention to our manager. He says, when a team is winning, like let's say we're winning 3-0, he'd rather keep that same team to play the whole game and finish. Which, okay, cool. Now you play against the team, now we are losing. And every, it's every time when we are losing where he makes substitutions that just don't make sense. It's always when we are losing. What, mis like, are you trying to say that these people that you're trying to bring in are going to change the game? I honestly think <laughs> that that kind of thinking is flawed because it's almost like trying yeah. to make, you know, when we are winning, this is an opportunity for you to rest players that we are, like, because we have this situation where the team is, injuries, you know, for a lot of games, yep. resting players. We're winning 4-0, 60 mm. minutes. You take out some substitutions just so that the game can progress. We try to just maintain mm. that. We're not trying to do anything more. If we score, exactly. that's a bonus. Exactly. A tough game where your A team, the people that you picked in to start, have failed. Mm. And then you look at the bench. 
the bench is not that like the drop off is huge and then you want these guys to come and make a difference does that make sense uh, it makes uh, absolutely no sense exactly those, throwing those people into the deep even more like that's what we're going to get yeah. the conclusion that's when you start seeing all these mad substitutions like you start seeing him taking out all both center backs and we're like gaffer what are you trying to get at Maguire came yeah. on and he was a four he was a he was playing sort of in front yeah. like those things don't make sense to us we don't get that mm. what mm. are you mm. trying what message are you sending to us and then you look yeah. very calm and all blase and like I get it I love my manager I really do but man I'm not we're not dumb we're not we're not stupid we see what we see and it's not making sense one plus mm. one it looks like 10 like this is not making sense mm. we are seeing rashford not performing you're still backing him i get it he's your star man but homeboy hasn't scored in a while mm-hmm. and the stats are proving and you are saying that now we know rashford is going to huh? yeah, huh? come back uh, score goal huh? we know the moments <laughs> fuck that we need people to come in and do this thing it's even yeah. good if he can get to rotate the team we exactly. have a lot of games. These guys mm. don't have to play every single game. Rashford needs yeah. to sit there and think about his mess. Think about yeah. his game. What is it that he's not getting right? What is it that he's mm. not... What's not clicking? Because it's not clicking and we see it. Yeah. And the manager keeps on bringing him. Nah, man. That part for me, I'm not going to back him. I'm not saying Eric Ten Hag out. No ways. No. But we just, he just needs to make us understand this this situation exactly because and you know, he's not performing man yeah you know you know what's the funny thing right yeah. like this this statement has literally has a double meaning mm. like we looked like we didn't play some of the players who didn't play for a week yeah. looked like they didn't play for a week ah. <laughs> which is weird because you, you know like, what i mean do we give them game time so that they stay sharp dude <laughs> Like, like you rested to... for a week. Why were you not looking sharp? You know Bro. what I mean? But at the same time, it's like, why were you not looking sharp? You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's, it's, it's so weird. It was you know so what I mean? weird, bro. Like, and, ah. and, and the part I think that really like frustrated me throughout the whole match, yeah. I'm like, what was the point? What was the point of you sitting down, benching on Wednesday? What was the actual point of you bro. not playing this week? Bro. If you're still going to come back and do the same nonsense, because we're out here thinking that now nah, you need a rest. You've been playing a lot of games, international, Premier League, Champions League, da da da. You're getting your week break. Cool. You know what I mean? We're expecting hey. bangers. Bangers. We just need when to come there for rest. When Bam. we see other teams rest their players, we are just like, damn. Like, we wish we could do that so that our guy can exactly. come fresh. We do it. It's like, dololo. Dololo. <laughs> like, What's the point? Like, what was the point? I was so annoyed. I was like, (laughs) and in the back of my mind, like, you know, I am still that dreamer, that united. I still have that naivete about myself where I'm like, listen, man, I hope you guys just, you know, you guys always used to have that one game. Like, can we build on something? And then I just hope, and then when the game goes on and I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, you didn't even waste time to just tank your spirit. Like, you did. (laughs) Like you put me back in my place. Thank you very much. I will be watching this game uh, with my ass clenched the whole damn time. It's not. Hey, I hate hey, it. Man. I hate it. And ah. you know, it's it's so bad when you're watching, 
and opportunities are not even being created. You just and and opportunity just to go early in the game, and then the rest of the game, you're just watching the ball being kicked around the field. No opportunities being created. No like moments of ooh ah yeah. almost nothing. Like it's just. <laughs> It's almost uh, like we're giving Crystal Palace a pass because we beat them. Yeah, man. We're feeling Go enjoy yourself. <laughs> you know, there was something that I just wanted to squeeze into this podcast. The refs, man. The refs. Yeah, no, the refs, like, the refs we, this weekend were atrocious. Atrocious. These guys have created a monster on their own. And they have it has taken its own shape and they can't yeah. control it. Nah. And we knew that this was coming. D, we yeah. we said keep an eye out mm-hmm. on these mm-hmm. refs. Mm-hmm. They've mm-hmm. smoked something, they've smoked some daha there that side. Yeah, that makes no sense. <laughs> and we were expecting this. D. Have you seen the yeah. madness that's going on? Yeah, no, this this past weekend it was it was at its peak. It was oh. at its peak. I couldn't believe the decisions. The Yo, decisions were outrageous. And you know, the, cards, and you know just... the, the red cards, the offsides. You know, the funny thing is, man, I remember this one game I watched, and I'm like, there's no way this is offside. Not, not this past weekend. It was, I think, last season or early during the season, something like that. Yeah. They drew the lines, yeah. and I'm like, Mm-mm, these lines don't make sense. You know what I mean? Like, when Yo. you look at it, yeah, like these lines are not making sense. These guys are capping. And yeah, then this I'm... weekend, and then this weekend when Luis scored his goal, nah, what made me laugh was the commentator himself was like, nah, fam. Mm-mm. Nah, that's not offside. These guys have just drawn imaginary lines because from this angle, you can clearly see Luis is onside. Where, how they're bending this line, I have no idea. But nah, man, these guys are just, the, the sloppiness is just ridiculous. Like I'm, you know, you know us were were Liverpool rivals, but ah man, you can feel sorry for teams, man. Yeah. You can because feel you, sorry for teams and just be like, what, what, dude, dude, you're losing, you're losing, uh, and this is your opportunity uh, to equalize and get the spirit up, and then right. they call it off, and then they come days afterwards and go hard day. My bad, sorry. Wow. sorry. The spin. Oh. I'm like, whoa. Like what, 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 no, no, no. bad. Fam, get real. Get, get real. Real, man. Real. No, you know, man. you know, I've always told myself, like, I don't know how the fans contain themselves at the stadium because Bro, it's not that stadium. No, they have to. <laughs> they have to. <laughs> they have to. If I was holding something, stadium, I was going to look for that vibe. <laughs> Freaking office station and just freaking. <laughs> I'll be like, and, uh, are you guys mad? Are you guys yeah. mad? <laughs> nah, they're not guys, uh, they're not serious. They are not serious. Man. Uh, and I, I just hope something gets done like sooner rather than later, because you know we've obviously had our fair share of it, but just because of how our season is going. I just feel like it's going to come at a moment where we just don't fucking need it to happen, you know? Bro. We're going to go and play a game that's going to be very fucking decisive 
and then VAR is just going to shank us. And I'm, I'm, I promise you, I promise you, man, I, man, I, Bro, I am more refs, concerned. Refs are not safe. <laughs> yeah. I am more concerned with our players and receiving cards, bro. Like that's the yeah. thing that worries me. Like that's the thing that kind of gives me sleepless nights because you look at Casemiro, for example. Yeah, bro. Already Casemiro has gotten away with a lot of things that if you, like, if you look at how lucky we are. Yeah. Like considering. The, uh, the refs have given red cards and double yellow cards for certain things in other games this season. Yeah, we have gotten away with it, and I don't think we can. We are going to keep on going, getting away with it. It's going to catch up with us. These guys are going yeah. at the rate that they're going. These refs, it's going to catch mm. up with us, and that is my fear: getting suspended players. Liverpool, yeah. bro, how many red cards? Like, bro, I'm feeling them. Like, I'm literally feeling them. Three, <laughs> three, three so far, yeah, yeah. But that game was right. two. Then yeah, Alistair, and then Dude. now Curtis Jones. Dude, uh, bro, like how? The Curtis Jones one, bro, shocked me. Shocked me when they gave the red for that. Oh, even I'm like, Jota, even Jota, double I'm yellow. Fam, I'm like, we're not safe here. Yeah. Oh. I don't understand the decision making. I honestly don't understand. They, you know what, man? Apart from the review that they show on the screen, they need to have a teleprompter of what they're saying. We need to see it, like script by script, of the conversation that they're having, and we need to hear and read their motive to why they're actually allowing that, why they're giving that decision. Yeah, they need because to it bring sense. Yeah, they need to bring TM. They need to yes, rugby. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The Release the script. Is- that we want to see, want yeah. to read what are these guys saying? What yeah. what for their mouths yeah. for them to be yeah, no, yeah, no, reckless challenge, red card. Because you know what I mean. You know what? And I'm like, his foot rolled over the ball. Yes. Like, like what, what? <laughs> <laughs> but my guy, oh, man. my guy, that thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that 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 tackle when they look when they showed it slow mo. And even yeah. when it did go in, 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 in like it, when it was fast, because there was that, yeah. and then you heard Besuma go, ah, you know, and I'm like, ah. hmm. when they went back and I looked at it, I honest, for me personally, I think that one is debatable. Yeah. I get that. How, I understand how people can see that it couldn't have been a red card, but at the same time, I can also see how it could be a red card. Because even at first, I can see how, yeah, even yeah. like when it was being played, like when we first saw it in real motion. There was a clattering and there was a scream. It was there. And then it was like, okay, let's look at how it is. And then we look at how slow motion and how it looked. Then, yeah, you start to have the argument that he went over the ball, whatever. But then the clattering, my guy. Look, I, I get it. Like, at worst case, it's a foul, right? But I don't understand how we have VAR and still have a debate. Because That's VAR cool. was introduced to remove the debate. debate. So if we're still going to have VAR and still going to have a debate, then what's the point of having VAR? One time. Because the debate is, we don't know what this was. Sharp, we go to VAR. VAR shows it, and now we've got a clear decision. So how can we still debating after seeing VAR? Right? So yes, I 100% agree that he should have got something for it. Not card. You know, give him a yellow, give him a foul. I can understand. But a straight red? Nah, fam. 
nah, what's the point of VAR then? What's the and you, you understand know, what you know what's the funny thing about VAR? I'm sorry we have we have we are taking another left. Please forgive us, yeah. bear with us. But then you know another thing about VAR. VAR is mm. so strange in the way I look at it. I think of it as a secret society, as a as a mafia. Because yeah, you look at situations where they say that this these kind of situations, VAR needs to intervene. Like it needs yeah. to be like, oh, hold on. Let that game play on. Yeah, let it stop. Then stop. There was an incident. Mm. They pick and choose incidents. And sometimes yes. they leave it to the ref. And then there are yeah. incidences when they, like, when they cannot figure it out, it's almost like they don't intervene and then leave it to the ref. And then the ref will make a decision based on being left to be the last one to make the decision. And then he'll get yeah. sick for it. But when you look at that situation, you'll be like, but no, VAR could have had a say in this thing. They could have made it really, they could have emphasized it. They could have been like, no, the ref did make the right call. This is why, and yeah. this, this, this. But then they'll just leave the ref hanging. And mm-hmm. it's, man, VAR is pointless. Like it's getting to a yeah. point now where it's just messing with the game. We're now focused Dude. more on refs. Than exactly. Like what the hell? What's unreal where, where are we like the rest want their little 15 minutes of fame for what <laughs> we want them accountable for the decisions that they make on these pitches like on these games yeah these games mm. they shouldn't be mm. sitting here looking like rock stars like some secret like thou holier than thou mafia. Mm. i'm not buying that stuff and i'm sick <laughs> and tired of these referees and it's only going to yeah. be worse from now because this is true they make a mistake and it's like hardy hardy Mm. Hardy, like are yes. you for real Hardy? Like sorry, <laughs> you have cost us points. What do you mean Hardy? Bruh, nah, man. What are we supposed to do with that? You know. <sighs> but yeah, yeah. Oh man, but what? Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, that was our match reaction. That's yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. It felt good to have you back. Um, thanks, thanks. We have another cracking game today, so we are going to jump on to the next and um, give our people what we should think, what we are thinking, and what we assume will happen. And God forbid, doesn't you know? They know that we had our say. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Most definitely. Yeah, man. But the since you're back, uh, I think it's it's, yeah. only, it's only it's only fair that you close this one. You know, like like the usual, like you always do. Yeah. All right. So, thank you once again for listening to this podcast episode of Glory Reds FC. You can catch us on your favorite podcast and streaming platforms: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Zencaster, Castbox. Catch us everywhere. Visit our website, GloryRedsFC.co.uk. Follow our community pages, our social media um, accounts, and yeah, join our Premier League fantasy group. And we'll catch y'all in the next one. Thank you once again for listening to us, and we out. Peace.